I'm so thankful for the service that we had here yesterday at Mount Holly Church. God moved in a tremendous way as we gathered together to pursue Him. Unfortunately, due to a technical glitch with our audio, we were unable to publish the full sermon yesterday. So today, due to the importance of that message and the theme of pursuing God in 2022, I'd like to take just a brief few minutes today to share with you the main points of yesterday's sermon. In much prayer and seeking God as we begin a new year, I really felt God compel me and nudge me to get back to the basics here at the church and to pursue Him through reading His Word and fasting and praying and seeking Him. The word pursue simply means to chase after. It means to seek. It means to go after. It's an action word. And I'm reminded in the scripture in Matthew 6.33, it tells us that we are to seek first, or you could say pursue, or chase first the kingdom of God, His righteousness, and then all these other things will be added. I believe with all of my heart that it is God's will, it is God's heart, it is God's desire for you and me, for Mount Holly Church and every church, as a matter of fact, to experience the power and the presence and the glory of God. It's my opinion today that we don't need just another plan. We don't need just another program. We don't need just another effort of our flesh. We don't need just a good old three-point sermon or this or that, but I desire the presence of God. We need the glory of God in the house of God. I'm reminded in the, the Bible, the Scripture, how David, when David became king, his first assignment as he became king was to get the glory of God back in the house, back in Israel. In order for him to do that, he had to take action. He couldn't just sit there and it happened, but he had to pursue it. He had to go after it. He had to seek it. He had to inquire about it. In fact, he said, I want to find the presence of God, the glory of God again. And he made this statement. He said, in the entire reign of Saul, we did not inquire it. One translation said we ignored it. Another says we didn't even give it any attention. During that time, the kingdom of Israel was struggling, but nobody was asking where is God's glory, where is His presence. And understand in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant was the visible representation of God's glory because on the inside of it, it contained Aaron's rod that budded and that spoke of God's power and presence. Inside of it contained the golden pot of manna that spoke of the provision of God's presence. Also inside the ark was the, uh, the stone tablets or Ten Commandments that spoke of direction and the word, uh, instruction coming from God's presence. On the top of that was the mercy seat where the angels had their wings stretched toward one another and their heads were looking toward where God said, I will meet you there. And that represented God's presence. It represented His and His glory. But understand the Philistines, the enemy, stole the Ark of the Covenant from Israel. But during the entire reign of King Saul, while this had been stolen and gone, he never asked, never inquired about it. They didn't discuss it, were not concerned, didn't seem to be bothered by it or upset. And I'm afraid that today, that too many people today 
are not concerned. We've fallen into a place of contentment and, and just used to the same old, same old. Going through the same old ruts and routines. We've been distracted. We've gotten too busy and nobody's burdened anymore. Nobody's concerned about having God's presence and power in the house of God. And I'm here today to tell you I feel burdened today. I am convicted today. The Lord has dealt with me today. And He's saying somebody needs to go after it. Somebody today needs to pursue it. Somebody needs to take action today. And so I declare to us today we need some Davids to rise up in the church again and go after God and pursue Him in 2022. So as David decides, I'm going to go back after the presence of God and retrieve it. Somebody told him, David, it's over at Nacon's threshing floor. You'll find it there. And David said, that's great. Let's go get it. Let's pursue. But all David knew to do was to do what the previous generations and the people before him had done. So he, he went about it and pursued it in the manner that they did. And he basically ignored instruction in the Word, didn't consult the Word, didn't consult God. He just did what had always been done. And we can get into trouble sometimes if we do that and don't consult God and read His Word. And David said, well, that's the way they did it. We're going to do it that way. And that's what they did. And he gets everybody together, the dancers, the praisers, the, uh, the musicians. They form a parade and they go to Nacon's threshing floor. They retrieve the Ark of the Covenant. They've pursued it. They get it. They put it on the cart and they begin to go out in a parade and all of this, but they hit a place or a bump in the road. And a man takes his hand to steady it as it begins to wobble and waver. And the anger of God kindled against him, kills him dead in his tracks there moment and it's at that moment that David realizes I have not consulted God in this matter I have not gotten direction on how to handle this and he said until we seek God and find out how we're to move forward from this point we've got to find somewhere to put the ark of the covenant so they find a place and it's a house, the man of the house, the husband of the house is Obed-Edom. They knock on the door and ask him, can we leave the Ark of the Covenant here for a moment? And so they do. And long story short, while the presence and the glory of God resides in Obed-Edom's house, things begin to happen because in God's presence, we're told there's fullness of joy. In God's presence, there is strength. In God's presence, miracles take place. In God's presence, supernatural things begin to happen. I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us exactly what happened at Obed-Edom's house, but I can just imagine healings took place and, and things begin to shift and, and they begin to get prosperous. Things begin to happen in the supernatural. And the Bible says that when those things begin to happen, David heard about it. News begin to leak out and begin to be spread abroad. And I'm telling you, that's why we need to pursue God's presence today that we're in. When we need the supernatural power of God, programs are not going to cut it today. This is not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. We need the supernatural presence and glory of God to do what the flesh cannot do. And Obed-Edom experienced that because the presence of God was in his home. And as I said, David began to hear about all of those things that were happening. And he, got, he said, folks, we've got to find out how to get this Ark of the Covenant back. And they began to seek God and they got instruction. And he found out what he had been doing wrong 
along and he found out what he needed to do to get it and to get it back to Israel. So the Bible says he called for the priest to bear up the ark. And he said, this is the plan. We're going to forget the ways they did it back before us and we're going to go back to the ways of the word of the Lord. And that's where I'm at today, Mount Holly Church. I feel compelled to tell us this is our year to pursue. How are we going to pursue God? Number one, we're going to pursue God through His Word. It is time to get back in the Word of God and read it, read it, read it. It's time for us to preach the Word of God. It's time to teach the Word of God. So we want to help you today. If you're, When you're here in the building, we have made copies of a Bible reading plan that you can pick up in our lobby, take home. You can read the Bible through in a year. We're also calling a time of prayer here at Mount Holly Church to seek the face of God for direction and instruction and we're calling on our people to pray. We've had a special gathering this past Sunday evening at 6 and I thank the Lord for people that came who have a burden to pray. The presence of the Lord was here and we're going to do that again next Sunday evening at 6 o'clock and then on Sunday evening the 23rd we're going to join with other churches in our community to call on the name of the Lord. So I want to challenge you to get in God's Word. Pursue God in the Word. Pursue God in prayer. And then thirdly, we're going to pursue God in fasting. I'm not going to tell you how to fast and what to fast, but over the next 21 days, I want to call on you to give up and sacrifice something that's important to you. And I want it may be food. It may be three days, 10 days, 21 days. It may be one day. It may be a certain type of food. It may be social media. It may be this or that. But I want us to get to a place to where we say, Lord, I desire you more than that particular plate of food. I'm hungry for you more than this and that. It's time to pursue. It's time to go after God, Mount Holly Church. So David pursued God. He sought for direction. He heard from the Lord. They got a plan on how to get the presence of the Lord back. And what they did was they got the priest to bear the ark and they they, they put it up on the shoulders. They put the golden poles through the rings and they walked six paces and stopped and made a sacrifice. Six paces and they stopped and they worshiped the Lord. Six is the, the number of man representing when man has gone as far as he can go and done everything he can. Then we've got to trust God to do what we can't. David said Saul didn't even ask the whole time that the presence of God, the glory of God, the Ark of the Covenant was gone. He didn't even ask about it. That represents the number six, what man involving man. But now they're going to do six steps and stop and then they're going to praise God and they're playing their music. They're waving streamers. They're dancing before the Lord and he gets right in the middle of it and the Bible says he danced before the Lord with all of his might. He basically danced right out of his kingly robe and he put on the priest ephod. In other words, he put on the garment of praise, the garment of a worshiper. Amen. And that's another way I want to challenge our church and others to pursue God this year, not only in word, not only in prayer, not only in fasting, but I want us to pursue God in our worship. David was a worshiper. He knew how to worship and he didn't care what anybody thought. In fact, when he got home from bringing the Ark of the Covenant back, his own wife come out and said, David, you have embarrassed me. You have embarrassed the kingdom. But I love the statement that David made. 
He said, basically, honey, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you think I was dancing till I dance next time. If you think I was singing then, wait till I sing the next time. And church, I want to challenge you. That's where we've got to get. I know we're living in challenging times. I know things are surrounding us on all sides. There's pressure. There's discouragement. There's COVID. There's sickness. There's all things going on. I want to challenge you in the midst of it all to lift up your hands and open up your mouths and praise God Worship the Lord in this place. Amen. God is good. He has been good. And we're going to pursue Him with everything we've got this year. I feel so strongly about that. It's time to read. It's time to pray. It's time to fast. It's time to worship. I was thinking about this as I come to a close. Obed-Edom had no idea that they were going to ask Him to to, to host the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God in his home. He got a knock at the door, and the only thing he had to do was open the door and allow them to bring the presence of God in. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to be willing and available. And so I want to challenge you today. It's time to pursue. It's time to go after God. Many times when I ask the Lord to show me things and speak to me, He deals with me sometimes in simple ways. I guess He knows what it takes to make me understand. And as I was praying about this year, as we begin a new year and this message to bring to you, He reminded me of a little game we used to play as children. And it was a game that we called Tag. In this game, someone would be designated to be it. And the it, that person would be the one who would chase all the others around and when they caught them, they would touch them or tag them and then they would say, now you're it. In other words, now it's your turn to chase. It's your turn to pursue. It's your turn to seek. And in my prayer time and seeking God, I feel like he reminded me of that game. And he told me, you tell the people, I've chased you. I've sent you my son. I've blessed you. I've come after you. I've loved you. Even when you were in sin and living in bondage, even when you had no thought about me, I still chased you and pursued you. But I feel like he's saying, this is the time, this is the year that you chase me, you pursue me. In fact, I believe he's saying it like this, like we said in the game, tag, you're it. It's your turn. So I say to you today, Mount Holly Church and friends, tag, you're it. What are you going to do? How many is ready to pursue? This is our year. I feel this and I sense this. It's time for us to rise up and accept this challenge. It's time for us to pursue God as we get into his word as we pray, as we fast, and as we worship. Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek first, pursue first, chase first the kingdom of God. And then all these other things that we're concerned with, that we need, they'll be added. So I want to challenge you today. Let's take this on and pursue. Before I pray today, I want to share something somebody shared with me a few days ago. I got a text from one of our members in our church, and this has never happened with them before. But they sent me a text, and they said, I had a dream or a vision. It was on a Sunday morning inside the church sanctuary. It was packed with people standing outside the front doors getting in. She said, you walked up to the podium 
to preach the message that morning. And the only thing you could get out was your title that said the Holy Ghost. And she said all of a sudden a white huge cloud came up over and inside the church. She said we would raise up our hands and we could almost touch that cloud of glory. And as we did, all of a sudden, out of the cloud, the power of God, the glory of God, the presence of God fell in that place as we pursued Him that morning. And she said, as the power of God began to move, another member of the church began to run from one side to the other, shouting, it's real, it's real, it's real. And the cloud went out of the top of the church. And she said the power of God broke in that house and people began to move to the altar. There were miracles and things taking place. What a revival service we had. I'm here to tell you I believe that is something that's going to happen. And it's going to happen when we pursue God in prayer, in His Word, in fasting, in worship. I'm ready. Are you? Tag. You're it. Heavenly Father, I thank You from the bottom of my heart today for Your presence and for Your goodness. I thank You, Lord, today for this Word. I know, God, You've given it me to me for such a time as this. I feel it even right now. I sense it right now. The urgency, God, that now is the time. Time is running short. It's time to quit playing games, God. It's time, Lord, for us to get back in pursuit of you again. It's time for us to seek you first, put you first, top priority again. So Lord, for my own self, forgive me for neglecting that. Lord, I wanna pursue you and I want our church to pursue you in the word like never before. Pursue you in prayer, pursue you in fasting, consecration, pursue you in our worship, pursue you in giving, pursue you in serving, Lord. Because I believe as we do that, Lord, we're going to experience a great and mighty move of your presence. We're going to experience, and this dream and this vision is going to become a reality. And Lord, I thank you for it right now. May you bless each and every one today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. May God bless you. We love you so much. Mm -hmm.